Culture Kahani! Welcome back. This is Divyanti and Sangitanti, and we're back with a new Kahani to share with you today. This week, our story comes from the religion of Hinduism and why the festival of Holi is celebrated. Wait, isn't Holi like right around the corner? Yes, it is. Holi is celebrated on different dates every year. And this year, Holi is celebrated on March 28th and 29th. Wow, that's just in a few days. You know, growing up, I didn't realize Holi was a two-day festival. Yes, we Indians just need a reason to celebrate. Bale, 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 bale. On the first day of Holi, a big bonfire is lit. And in the olden days, people contributed a wood or two to the bonfire. On the second day of Holi, the festival is continued by playing with colors. Holi, hey! Oh, I love playing with colors. It's one of my favorites. And I just love the story of why Hindus do this during this festival. The story is that one day young Krishna was upset and went to his mom complaining, Radha's skin is so beautiful and my skin is so dark. To calm Krishna, his mom told him to go and color Radha's face in whatever color he wanted so that the difference can be erased. And this lovable prank of Krishna has continued and it's still a way to express affection for one another and erase any difference in color, beliefs, and religion in hopes of making a truly equal society. So on the first day, we light the bonfire and on the next day, we play with colors. Our Kahani today tells us the significance of this bonfire and how it symbolizes the triumph of good over evil. To have the good prevail, we need to have the courage to stand up for what we believe in. Courage can be defined in many ways. Courage is not only standing up for what we believe in, it is the strength to face something difficult. Courage to do something that's frightening. But in all of these situations, you have to know that the courage is within you. Bethany Hamilton from our first story said, Courage does not mean that you don't get afraid. Courage means that you don't let the fear stop you. So without further ado, here's the story of the courageous boy, Prahalad. Once upon a time, there were two evil demon brothers named Hiranyakashya and Hiranyakashpu. During that time, since there was more evil than good on earth, Lord Vishnu came to earth as the Varaha avatar. In a battle, Varaha killed the younger brother, Hiranyakashya, and this made Hiranyakashpu very angry and resentful towards Vishnu. He wanted to become more powerful than Vishnu, so he prayed and meditated for many years in the hopes that Brahma would award him with these powers. Eventually, Brahma was pleased with Hiranyakashpu and appeared and said, I am pleased with your dedication, my son. What would you like? Hiranyakashpu requested, please give me immortality. I wish to never die. Brahma replied, I cannot give you immortality. What is born must die. That is the law of nature. Hiranyakashpu then thought long and hard about it and asked Brahma for a boon or wish that would come close to immortality. Dear Lord Brahma, this is the boon I would like. I cannot be killed by living beings created by Brahma. I cannot be killed 
inside or outside any residence. I cannot be killed during the daytime or at night. I cannot be killed on earth or in space. I cannot be killed by a human or an animal. And I cannot be killed by any weapon. Brahma said, Tatastu, I grant you your boon. Hiranyakashipu, feeling invincible, started his reign of terror on anyone who didn't treat him as God. While Hiranyakashipu was praying for his boons, his wife, who was pregnant, was staying at Rishi Manchanda's ashram. Here, while pregnant, she learned the love and devotion of Lord Vishnu. As she was learning, the baby was absorbing all the knowledge that the mother was learning. The baby was named Prahalad and spent his time in the ashram as well. Prahalad became a big devotee of Lord Vishnu. Young Prahalad had been sent away to study with his guru. On a vacation, he came home with his teacher and Hiranyakashipu naturally wanted to find out what his son had learned. I have learned to pray to Lord Vishnu. Om Namo Narayanai. Om Namo Narayanai. Hiranyakashipu was furious and yelled at the guru. Why have you taught him this nonsense? The guru replied. I have not. This is not what I have taught him. He is saying this out of his own accord. Hiranyakashipu then has the son. Dear son, who has taught you this rubbish? The teacher of all teachers, Lord Vishnu. Who is this Vishnu? He is the Lord of my heart. Lord of your heart? How can you have a Lord other than me? Asked Hiranyakashipu. Prahalad smiled. He put his hand on his heart and replied, He's not only my Lord, he's yours as well. Lord of everyone. Om Namo Narayanai. This made Hiranyakashipu very angry. Take him away. Send him back to the teacher. Let him unlearn all of this. Prahalad went back to his guru's home and studied there for many years. He was then again brought back before Hiranyakashipu. Hiranyakashipu asked once again, Son, what did you study? Prahalad again smiled and placed his hand on his heart and replied, to pray to Lord Vishnu. Om Namo Narayanai. Hiranyakashipu was furious hearing his son's answer and shouted, Kill my evil son! There is nothing to be gained by him remaining alive. He is a disgrace to my family. On hearing these words, hundreds and thousands of demons attacked Par Prahalad with all sorts of weapons. But because Prahalad was protected by Lord Vishnu, the weapons could not harm him. Hiranyakashipu then let loose many poisonous snakes on Prahalad. Prahalad just kept repeating, Om Namo Narayanai! Om Namo Narayanai! Because of Prahalad's unwavering faith in Lord Vishnu, he had the Lord's full protection and the snakes turned into garlands. Hiranyakashipu then asked many elephants to kill Prahalad with their task. But Prahalad just continued repeating. Om Namo Narayanai. The elephants took one look at Prahalad and just circled around him. Then the king had an idea. He called for his sister, 
His sister Holika had been granted a boon and was given a special shawl. When she wore the shawl, it would protect her from fire so that she could enter the fire without any damage to herself. Hiranyakashipu asked Holika, "Can you sit in the fire with Prahalad on your lap and wear a shawl which would keep you from getting burned, but would burn Prahalad instead?" Holika said, "Anything for you, my dear brother." Hiranyakashipu felt he had a foolproof plan and now the whole world would only worship him. But Prahalad was not afraid. He continued chanting, Om Namo Narayanan. When the prayer is sincere, God is always there to protect you. During the fire, a strong gust of wind suddenly arose and blew the shawl from Holi Holika onto Prahalad. The fire burned her to ashes, and Prahalad emerged from the fire untouched. Prahalad went back to his guru. Whenever he could find time, he began to teach the sons of the demons. He taught them how to play, pray to Lord Vishnu. This was reported to Hiranyakashipu, who then instructed the cooks to poison Prahalad's food. The cooks did as they were told. Because Prahalad thought of Lord Vishnu, the poison had no effect. The priest tried to explain to Prahalad that he should worship Hiranyakashipu. Through all of this, he had so much courage to stand up for what he believed in. In the end, Hiranyakashipu was so furious with his son. Once and for all, he wanted to kill his son. There was a large metal pillar in his palace. He heated the pillar and the pillar was so hot that the pillar blazed with the colors of red and orange. He then challenged Prahalad, "You tell me that God resides everywhere and that he is present in everything. Look at that pillar, embrace it and show me that your God is in there." Being the obedient son that he was, Prahalad embraced the pillar and repeated, "Om namo narayana." As soon as he put his arms around the pillar, the pillar split open and out came Narasimha. Hiranyakashipu cannot be killed by human or animal, but Narasimha is none of these as he was part human, part animal, a lion to be precise. He comes upon Hiranyakashipu at sunset. which is neither day nor night on the threshold of the courtyard which is neither indoors nor outdoors and he puts the demon on his thigh which is neither earth nor space and using his nails not a weapon this avatar killed hiranyakashipu and protected his devotee wow what prahlad did had so much courage even with all the obstacles He stood up for what he believed without compromising his values, all while always being respectful to both his teacher and his father. Now, do you see why Holi is celebrated? Holika was trying to kill Prahalad, and instead, she was the one who was killed. Good one over evil. I love learning stories behind the different festivals. Well, since we really aren't fighting monsters today, Let's see what courage may look like today. Do you have a story that you want to share? I love it when you say a real life story. So, this kahani is adapted from a story that was told at a moth show in Vermont. And the story goes, when I was in 5th grade, you could have told me, "Colin, it is not cool to wear the same pair of sweatpants 
every single day of school. But I was comfortable and you could have told me. Colin, it is not cool to go to the school dance and do the floss for the entire duration of Old Town Road by Little Nas X. You could have told me. Colin, it is not cool to be an active member of the circus club. And I still would have been a part of the circus club. Then I went to sixth grade, you know, middle school. And all of a sudden it was clear. There were only two options. I could somehow be cool or I could somehow be invisible. And I have to say, I was doing a pretty good job at number two. Well, until third period that is, when the teacher had us fill out a questionnaire with get to know you questions. I assumed she would be reading them privately. So I felt safe sharing them from the perspective of the sweatpants wearing, floss dancing, little snowflake that I was. But the teacher collected the sheets, shuffled them, and passed them back out to the class. We went one by one. First, we read the student's name and then our three favorite answers. My sheet ended up in the hands of a kid who was one of the coolest, but also one of the meanest. His favorite answers of mine were the three worst ones that could be read out loud. The first question was, what's your favorite movie? The other kids wrote Deadpool and Justice League. And I remember thinking, we're 11. How are you watching R-rated movies? Then he read my answer, which was the movie Inside Out. A laugh erupted in the room and my cheeks burned because I knew we were just getting started. The next question he read was, where would you like to travel? The others had said things like Australia, Japan. I wrote, wherever a book takes me. The laughter this time had an explosive quality and the kids were even high-fiving. The final question was, what do you like to do on the weekends? The other kids wrote, hang out with friends and go to the mall. I wrote, perform in a circus. Most of the kids were laughing at me by this time and those that weren't, well, they were sort of staring at me in disgust. I felt about an inch tall. I remember fixating on my Trapper Keeper binder and trying to figure out if I could somehow, just somehow disappear inside it. But then something amazing happened. A voice from the back of the room said, Guys, cut it out. And the room went silent. The voice belonged to Michelle Siever. The room was so quiet, but Michelle wasn't done. She turned to the teacher and said, Why are you letting this happen? What is the point if we're just going to make fun of each other? This showed me that there are actually three options. The first option, you can be cool and you might be remembered for a little while. The second option, you can be invisible and you'll never be remembered. And the third option, if you stand up for somebody when they need you the most, you'll be remembered as a hero for the rest of their life. Michelle was a brave girl who had the courage to stand up to her teacher and classmates to defend Colin. To me, it seemed that she even taught Colin a lesson to stand up for himself. I remember there was once a competition that my son was taking part in. There were two teams from the same school competing in the competition. My son's best friend was also friends with the other team's members. But the other team's members were smack talking about my son's team. His best friend stood up for my son's team and said, there's no reason to smack talk. His best friend got made fun of in the process, but he knew it was right and stood up for his friend 
anyway. That, my friend, takes courage. Now remember, courage also comes from respecting yourself, knowing your values and your likes and dislikes. So we have a challenge for you all. We want you to stand up for what you believe in, like Prahala did, or maybe even stand up for someone who needs you. Colin, at the end of his story, said that there are three options. You can be cool, you can be invisible, or you can have the courage to stand up for yourselves or others. And when you do this, just know that you've touched somebody's life in a positive way. So are you guys ready for the fun fact of the day? I am ready to share. <laughs> Do you remember we talked about avatar in the Prahalad story? Well, what is an avatar? According to Hinduism, when evil prevails in the world, Lord Vishnu comes down to earth and saves the day like a superhero. Balance is restored. Good wins over evil. Some of the incarnations of Lord Vishnu are Ram, Krishna, Narsimha, and Varaha. Wow, that's so beautiful. Well, we hope you enjoyed this week's Kahani. Please stay tuned for our future Kahanis. Namaste and Happy Holi! Kahani.